Welcome to the other side of the door. And today on this side of the door, we're going to talk about contrast and how it's important in writing and how it's important in life. And I hope that when you come away from these podcasts, you come away with a feeling of hopefully some inspiration, whether you're a writer or not, it doesn't matter. The journey is similar regardless of the task. But first, what I'd like to do is just break for just a moment while my friend Lizzie Bot tells you about Anchor.fm because they're the folks that make it possible for me to do this wonderful, fun, enjoyable, at least for me, podcast okay so we'll see you on the other side thank you lizzie bot for sharing that and look folks i have been wanting to do a podcast for a very long time And it was just the thought of all the stuff that I'd have to do in order to make it happen with everything else that I've got on my plate just was like overwhelming. And then a friend told me about Anchor.fm and it really is making a difference for me. So if you have been thinking about doing a podcast, but it sounds like too much work, you might want to check it out. Anyway, let's talk about contrast. So any beautiful photograph or piece of art is dependent on contrast light and dark um, shadings in between the contrast of different colors or bright versus subtle there's all kinds of different contrast but it's what allows us to even see. Without contrast, think of it. When it's dark, the reason you can't see anything is not because the things aren't there, it's because that there's no light to reflect off of those surfaces. And for instance, in twilight, colors are muted. Colors don't pop out unless they're just really garish they are muted more and more as the light recedes. But if it's all light, you ever heard of snow blindness? Well, that's when everything around you is white and after a while you can't see anything because of the reflections off of the snow. And, you know, we all laugh about, uh, you hand somebody a blank paper and say, look, I just drew a polar bear in a snowstorm. Well, it's kind of the same idea. All light or all dark makes for a very disinteresting viewpoint, right? And so I found in my writing that it's really important for me to pay attention to contrast. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to have stark contrast. Subtle contrasts can be important in writing a book. For instance, uh, if you 
are working on this character and you want to plant a subtle hint about what might happen in the future, you don't want to be blatant about it. You don't want to shout about it. You want to kind of sort of sneak it in a little bit. And so you lower the contrast levels to the point to where it's just kind of uh, mentioning by the way kind of a thing that you hope that some people will pay attention to and others and those people that pay attention to it I, I, I don't know about you but when I'm reading along in a book and all of a sudden I realize that I had noticed something before and it's kind of tweaking at me so that when the surprise comes it's like you know, I kind of thought that was going to happen. And sometimes you want that for your readers. Other times you want them to go, wait a minute, and actually flip back in the book and go, oh, I get it. Contrast, right? I think that the other thing that's really hard to do sometimes in a book is the very blatant stark contrast that you want to make sometimes you can overdo it um i have a villain uh, in fact i have more than one villain but um the first villain that's introduced in the beginning you don't know that this person is one of the big villains in the story matter of fact that person kind of blends in with everything else and everything's peachy and wonderful and nice and stuff, right? But when it comes down to it, all of a sudden, that individual is not what they appear to be at all. And it's a huge difference. It's not just they told a fib or um, they did something that wasn't very nice. It's like this humongous difference that you go, wait a minute, I had my beta readers when I was writing the first book. The House on Infinity Loop has a wonderful team of beta readers. Shout out to all my beta reader peeps. Yes, indeed, because they really helped me to hone this book in a way that probably it wouldn't have been as good a book without them. Let's just say that. But at any rate, so we got to the one place where the first villain is revealed. And my beta readers are going, wait a minute. What just happened here? I liked that person. And they were just as offended and just as um, shocked as the main character was to find out that this person was a bad person and turns out a really bad person. So, but it's one of the twists in my story is that this person wasn't what they appeared to be. And I had to lower down that contrast in the beginning so that there weren't too many suspicions. Now, there were a couple of astute readers who said, you know, I kind of thought there was something wrong with that person. Um, but most of them went, whoa, what did you just do? And I think it's really important to remember that if 
your character goes along and everything's hunky-dory and wonderful for the entire book, it's like the person, however wonderful they are, doesn't appear to be wonderful. They're just another sunflower in a whole sea of sunflowers. I don't know if you've seen pictures of those fields and fields for, full of sunflowers where they rain, raise them for sunflower seeds. But it's beautiful. But you couldn't pick out a single sunflower amongst that. But you put one of those sunflowers in a rose garden, all of a sudden now you're paying attention. And depending on the rose and depending on the sunflower, you might not even know where to look in that situation. And sometimes that's another way of kind of misdirecting your readers when you're preparing them for another plot twist. Life is like that, isn't it? Nobody runs along with this smooth little lovely life where there's never any sorrow, there's never any indecision, where everything falls into place exactly the way it's supposed to, where the, perfect, the person is perfectly content with their life and never wishes for anything more. Now there are spaces, seasons in a person's life that might feel like that. But generally speaking, life is this humongous roller coaster and it goes up and down and there are turns and swoops and swirls and all of that. And so books need to reflect that, right? And so as I'm thinking about what I'm going to write and how I'm going to write it, and living with my characters, you know, I talked about characters the last couple of um, podcasts and I have to consider, is this going along too smoothly? Where's the contrast here? And the contrast doesn't necessarily have to be between a good person and a bad person. It can be between what the one of the characters is used to and what they're now finding themselves in. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a really, really different thing. And that's part of world building. And I'm going to talk about world building here uh, in a future podcast. We're going to play with the Legos a little bit. But yeah, contrast. Um, it's uncomfortable sometimes, but that discomfort is part of what makes a good story. It creates what's called tension in your plot arc and your character arcs and between characters. And without it, you don't have a story. You just don't. So I'm just having so much fun looking at these characters and going, hmm, I wonder if this is just going a little too smoothly right now, or where's the surprise here, or where's the difference that makes this character different than another character? Now, not necessarily in a bad way. You know, it's not all about heroes and villains all the time. You, ha in order to make the general characters like the people on the. Um, hero's team, if you will, um, uh, they don't need to be all vanilla. If they are, they're boring and they don't need to always agree with one another. And sometimes rifts happen 
that hopefully at some point get mended or maybe they don't get mended. There's all these different things that you have to consider and and it's your story arc, you know, that they talk about all the time. I they, it always shows it as this this kind of a rainbow shaped thing and I really don't see it that way. I see it as let's take you up this gentle slope so that you can see the view and go oh that's nice and then let's zip you around a corner and have you heading in a completely different direction and then let's go along there for a while and uh, turn it around and you feel like you're back on track and then all of a sudden there's a loop-de-loop all right that's how I really see the story arc going at least in my stories and i've had different readers remark about that in their reviews and stuff and what i see is it's about contrast um and so let me just air a pet peeve shall i people who think that everybody's supposed to be like them are missing one of the greatest joys there is in life. We are all different, even the ones who appear the same. I have twin grandsons. They are awesome. Their names are Caleb and Tyler. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Tyler. And they couldn't be more different while still looking so very much the same. Their personalities, one of them, and I'm not going to say which is which because I don't want to ruffle any feathers here, but one of them is extremely outgoing. The other one is kind of a little more quiet and thoughtful and painstaking about things. One of them um, is very much visual. The other one really is into the whole audible experience. Um, one of them is more likely to lead and the other to follow. And yet, you know, they're, quote, identical twins, unquote. All right? There are no people, regardless of color, race, gender, uh, nationality, culture, um, interests, that long list of things that make people who they are. There are no two people who are the same. And that's amazing. How boring would life be if we were all identical in every way? There wouldn't be a point to anything. You know, we can't all be bakers and we can't all be writers and we can't all be celebrities or superstars or moms or whatever. You know, we can't. We're all different. We all have different interests and they're different combinations of different interests. So, okay. So I have aired and I feel better. I hope you do too. This week go out and notice how amazing all the differences all the contrasts are in life in this wonderful amazing world we live in in the people that you know let's celebrate that shall we all right so we'll see you 
tomorrow on the other side of the door, right? You're coming along, right? We talked about keys. We talked about doors. Come on the other side of the door with me and let's explore this journey together. See you later. Take care.